Thank you for connecting to this podcast from Faith Renewed Outreach Center. We hope that it's an encouragement to you today. For more information, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. Any overcomers in the house? Come on, amen. Give God praise if you're an overcomer. That's just cool, man. We are that. And again, uh, it's because of what Christ did. We've been in this series called Overcomer right now. Called, and um, we uh, looked at week one, a few things that are just, you need to get settled in your heart as an overcomer. We talked about that God is for you. He never condemns you. And he will always love you, week one. So uh, go back and listen to these messages online. If you were not here, get the word in your heart. Uh, it will not return void. It sets in motion everything. So uh, do that. Last week, we looked at exposing the enemy. We begin to uh, show and reveal his tricks and how he works, and he is a deceiver. He accuses and he persecutes, and uh, and we know that we're overcomers by the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony, and in uh, that Lamb who did overcome, uh, you know, uh, because of what he did, we are overcomers. Amen. We are that. So it's just who, who, who we are, part of our makeup. Uh, today, I want to just take a few moments and, and kind of deal with, uh, and again, and continue to, as we tag on to exposing the enemy, deal with the attacks. How do we deal with this? How do we prepare for this? Of course, it's exciting when the Spirit of God is moving and the presence of God is here and we get up and we share and we say things like, he's overcame and we overcome and no matter what it is, we speak that forth and we receive that by faith and we do that. And I believe all that because it's true. It's the Bible. And so I believe all that. But the enemy will not leave you alone because God showed up in your life. Matter of fact, the bullseye got bigger and the X mark got bigger. So he begins to intensify his attack. So how do we do this? So when life hits you, and I was uh, the other day just praying, God, what is it today that you may share? And uh, we just want to talk for a few minutes about overcoming the obstacles. Overcoming the obstacles, the things that uh, will come against us to try to get us off course and the things that will hit us. And sometimes they will just come out of nowhere. And sometimes they will smack you hard. And, uh, and there's been some of you right now, you're getting ready to relate spiritually, maybe even emotionally or physically, financially, with a short clip that I want our guys to show real quick. Check this out. It's from a little show called Wipeout. Uh, and just, just watch it. This is what I think happens a lot of times in our lives. Look at her holding him for dear life. Man, you know, being a nice guy just is not paying off for it. It, it, uh, it goes on and it gets worse. Uh, I told him, I said, just cut it off at 20 seconds. Just, but, uh, it, it gets ugly, but who maybe can relate to that? Who was the, who, who that was their week? Okay. <laughs> who was that was this morning? And I mean, uh, okay. Uh, we, 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 we see that. Um, three ways today, uh, to, to overcome the obstacles that come our way. Um, and again, I'm jumping in we're hitting, we're running. So, uh, let's go quick. Uh, first one is this, uh, we see again from these two verses, what we must do. The first one is this, lay aside every weight and the sin. Taking notes, uh, jot that down. Uh, that's verse one. Lay aside every weight and the sin. Um, 
I started exercising more a couple months ago. Uh, got a little report about um, cholesterol trying to creep up. Man, I'm getting old and that kind of stuff begins to happen. And so, uh, so I was like, um, I refuse to just sit back and let that happen. I mean, I got a little lazy, a little relaxed in my, in my uh, workouts and what I had been doing. And so uh, when you get the phone call and you kind of get hit with that, it just kind of throws you off. They want to put me on medication. I'm just not a not a big medication person. And I, I'm not into that whole thing. So I told my wife, I got to get up and start running again. I got to start eating better and doing some stuff. And so um, I, I started doing that. I've started realizing, again, for health reasons, I need to do a little more exercise, take care a little better myself. And so I'm one of those, if I get into something, I want to learn it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I want to I know things. And, and you know, how to, is anybody else like that? You kind of get a little crazy sometimes, you know, and you start Googling YouTube and you want to learn all this stuff. And you're trying to, I mean, it was, I started doing that. And I started, I started kind of a little bit getting frustrated because I thought I was doing something. I was getting out running, you know, a few miles. And, and you know, uh, and my times, I won't share those with you, but my times in, in my mileage, you know, I, I thought I was kind of doing something. And then I started getting, uh, you know, as I learned more, I started reading about some of these guys, and I started looking at their times on what they were running. And I was like, man, that's frustrating. You know, you come home, man, you just breathe. I come home laying, I lay on the floor. I just get through, you know, I mean, it's like I've done a marathon. I did like three miles, man. You know, and I'm just sitting there and I'm just sweating. I'm just like, was it bad? You know, was it rough? And, and I was like, yeah, it was okay. But you, you're feeling that? And I started looking. I said, man, it's crazy. These guys are running twice as fast as me. Just kind of upsets me, man. I'm, you know, so I'm frustrated. And so I start, you know, learning. I'm start, I'm seriously start researching their form and how they're doing stuff and what they do to kind of, you know, get, accomplish what they're doing. And then it hit me. It hit me. I started reading about some of these guys, and I realized there was a big difference between me and them, man. They weigh like 97 pounds. I, security. We got a little problem over here. If y'all take care of that for me, please. Uh, you older than me, by the way. Um, uh, yes, love it when it happens. Oh, uh, praise God! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. But um, but weight. Seriously, man, they weigh ninety-seven pounds. I mean, I'm like, dude, you're six-four. You weigh a buck oh five, and I mean, I'm like, no wonder you can run that fast. And I just got it. Just kind of hit me. Listen, you know why? Because they're not carrying the weight. And this, and he's telling us some things here. He's showing us, he's, he's saying to this, he's telling us to lay aside the things that are holding us back. There are some of you, you wonder why in your spiritual walk you can get about three feet and then you fall over. You mean you get here, you get fired up, you get energized, spirit of God comes in, man, faith arises. We have just the presence of God like we had sensed just a few moments ago. And then you get up and you're so fired up and you're pumped, man. And then Monday morning gets here and then you hit the alarm clock and you get out of bed, man, and you take about three steps. You're like, dear Lord, what happened? Listen, man, listen, you're carrying some weight. There are some things that are holding you back. There are things that are keeping us down. And again, he's speaking in terms. He's saying things that people can understand and grasp. And what we have to do is this. We have to lay it aside. He literally, I mean, he didn't, I mean, a lot of times it's praying, God, I want you to take the weight off of me. And I want you, Holy Spirit, to come in and do this in my life. And I just received, I believe I received right now, the weight's falling off. Listen, the weight ain't going to fall off unless you get up and cast it off. 
unless you do something and lay it aside. So start looking. And, and I know some of you guys, you've been through some difficult situations. And the things that some of you guys have faced and have created situations in your life and have created uh, just literally just the things that are just kind of bring you and bind you and hold you down. And it's just amazing. Uh, just if you got out today and you try to go jog you a mile or so or whatever and do that with about a 50-pound pack on your back. About three feet, maybe four if you're in good shape. And, 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 and it's over. We listen. We've got to lay it aside. Scripture tells us this. He says in 1 Peter 5, 7, he says to cast your care upon him, for he cares for you. He cares for you. And you've got to see that you have to take this and lay this and, and literally do this. Make up in your mind, I'm not going to let that hold me back any longer. I can't, something, that was just so much ministry going on here just a little while ago. I don't even know who said what. Just, but it was crazy. Somebody said something about the past and releasing that and, and not letting that keep you in that place any longer. That is a weight if you don't give that to God. It, that is a thing that will hold you back. And again, do this. Let the past situation and the struggle that you went through be your greatest testimony, your greatest celebration in your life. Come on, let it be the greatest thing that you celebrate and you're victorious about. And you're not quiet about that. And we're talking about exposing things. Pastor Chris said that we expose this and reveal it. Listen, when God does something in your life, don't be silent about that. I mean, take that and begin to share what God's done and believe that and just to do this, refuse Refuse to let the weight stop you because if you let that hang on you, it will destroy your destiny. It will keep you bound and keep you where you're at. Uh, one of the, the things that they judge the football players by, and it's been football season, one of the benchmarks that they try to do for the football players when they're looking for someone that, that really will be a part of their team and they can apply and need, they do this. They run something called the 40-yard dash. The 40-yard dash. I mean, and this, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Some of you guys, y'all remember the 40-yard dash. And some of y'all, that is a marathon. Just making about 40 yards. I said, that was a marathon. that's my marathon. But, but the 40-yard dash is one of those things that they look at because of, uh, it would judge how quickly they could get down the field and get off the line. And I mean, and they're saying numbers like 440 and 440 and 4-2 and this and that. Bo Jackson, uh, it, it, Bo, everybody know Bo? Bo knows some stuff. Bo, Bo did this. Bo, in 1986 from Auburn, he ran the fastest 40-yard dash at an NFL combine with a time of 4.12. That's smoking. And it's crazy. That is, that is cruising. And, this, and, it's, and it's cool because but this is the thing. Bo was in shape. Bo wasn't carrying a lot of extra weight like some of the guys. But you know what's the trip is that the, the big linemen are the guys who are carrying the extra weight who can still run the fast ones. And start, they start seeing that, and they start talking about that because, listen, that's not typical. You're not supposed to be able to do those types of things. It's, 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 so that's it's why we need to do this. Lay it aside. Look at your neighbor and say, lay it down. Quit carrying it. It'll keep you back. Second thing he said do was this. He said, lay aside the weight and lay aside the sin. Listen, he said, lay aside the sin. Lay aside the sin. And, and we're, we're in this time where... Um, I know in church and in, in a lot of places, they don't want to deal with sin and talk about sin and, and those types of things. But listen, listen we, got, we need to expose it. Pastor Chris, thank you for what you do today. I believe you was led by God, but it needs to be exposed. It needs to be shared. If there's something going on, do this. He said to take it and lay it down because if you don't uh, cast the sin away, the Bible says it ensnares you. 
It besets you. And it's like, again, not just running with the weight, but imagine this, running, being wrapped up, all the chains, all the cords, all the rope, and, I mean, carrying that and trying to run in that condition. Listen to me. Listen, it's not going to work. It's not going to happen, man. It is going to, it will get you so wrapped up and so fallen in such a bad place. So listen, get, listen, don't even go there. I know God's grace. God's grace is awesome. It's amazing. We sing about it. Amazing grace. It is an amazing thing. But listen, what we need to do is this. He's telling us here, Paul's saying that lay it aside, cast the weight and cast the sin and anything that's going to stop you and ensnare you in this race. And so don't even go to that spot. Just don't even go to that place, wherever it is that God sets you free from today. Just don't even go back. And, and the enemy will do this. Well, God's then delivered you from it, so you're good. Or, or this. Well, you know, they, they say God loves you no matter what, so, and that's true. But, but so you can just play. listen to me. It will ensnare you. It will. It will ensnare you. And I've sat across my desk so many times from so many people that will tell me and love me and just say, man, this sin or this situation did this in my life. Take it, cast it aside, lay it down. And the third thing he said in that verse was this. He said, run the race that is set before us. You need to run your race. And you have a race. Everyone there. He talked about this big, great cloud of witnesses. And all these are there. The cloud of witnesses are the saints of those who have already ran their course and finished their race. And what they're doing today is this. They're cheering you on. They're showing you that, yeah, you can make it and you can come through. And it's, and it's names like Abraham. Sarah, Enoch, Noah, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Moses, Rahab. I wish we had some time, man. I mean, Rahab. I mean, listen to me. Some people that have been through some stuff but have made it. And they're doing this. They're showing you and they're cheering you on. They're letting you know, listen, your story, your race, what God's called you to do. Listen to me. I can't run your race. and You can't run mine. And God's called you to do things that he hasn't called me to do. Listen, there's, there's anointings, there's gifts, and I'm starting to see it, man, just sitting back and relaxing as those things rise up in the church and just letting the Holy Spirit work, do his thing, have his way. Listen, he's called you to do things and certain things, listen, that only he created you to do. He designed you to do it. He didn't, he, it wasn't, I love how God works. It wasn't like he, he, we got here and mom and daddy did their thing. We show up and then he's like going and wrenching his hands going, now what am I going to do with this one? Listen. He had a plan in mind. He created you with a design, a perfect plan. And listen, he wants you to do this. Walk that thing out. Number two thing is this. He said to this. He said, well, he said, we first of all have to lay aside the weight, lay aside the sin, and we have to run with endurance. We have to run with endurance. Now, it's, it's real easy to just get caught up in just the right now moment. And, and some of that, again, there's a, there's a fine line in that. Listen, you've got to learn how to just seize moments. And I think a lot of times we do miss out looking at something and wonder what a big thing is supposed to happen. And we miss a small thing right there God put in front of us. Right. So that's huge. So we've got to learn how to discern that. And, and if there are certain things that are happening right now that he wants us to do, certain moments in that. But don't get caught up on just a little situation and realize this, that God called you to run with endurance. And uh, it, it's like we, we so many times get kind of, um, you know, kind of focused on uh, just that little short-term thing. I don't know about you, does, anybody here that maybe drives and takes a trip, and it may be just maybe a vacation, 
or maybe a once a year thing. And then the following year, you try to beat your time. Okay, I mean, it, I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm bad about that. I mean, it's, it's vacation, and I mean, you know, I, I know it's 250 miles to Myrtle Beach, and last year we did it in this many uh, hours. I ain't going to tell you how long it was because law enforcement may be listening in. But, I mean, I made it in this amount of time and in this amount, of, you know, and so I get so focused, and I get, I mean, just literally, I'm like, man, get in the car. I mean, we're going, and we're, we're done. I mean, and, you know, the kids going, I got to use the bathroom, or my wife's saying, I got to use the bathroom. I'm like, hold it. We got, a, we, got, we got 147 more miles, man. We're going to do this. I'm looking, and we just get so focused on just the right now, and, and we're focusing on, on this. But listen, the big picture. The, the big thing, the endurance, getting in this thing, staying in this thing for the long haul. These cloud of witnesses spoke, and listen to 2 Timothy 4, 7. It says, I fought the good fight. I finished the race. I kept the faith. Oh, man, listen to me. I, I think never more in our time is there a need for endurance. Never before in life is there a need for endurance. I, I see so many people quit so soon and miss what God has. They, they're, they're, they get out and they start, and then it's like that video we see something wipes them out, and then they never get back up. They stay in that condition. They stay in that place. Listen to me. It doesn't matter how hard you've hit, how more hard you've been hit, how hard you've fallen. Listen to me. God wants you to get up and run. He wants you to keep moving. He wants you to do not stop. He said run this thing with endurance. Carry on to the end. Listen to me. I'd hate, I would hate for you to almost make it. Lord, I'd, I'd hate for you to almost make it. I'd, I'd hate for you to almost make it. I mean, just let that sit. I was Holy Spirit wants that to sit in you. I'd hate for you to almost make it. Listen to me. Don't quit. And the third thing was this, man. They were singing it a few moments ago. I lift my eyes up. Third thing he said to do was this. He said, look unto Jesus. Look unto Jesus. Listen to me. Everything changes when you see Jesus. Everything changes when you see him. One of the videos I was watching of Ryan Hall. Ryan Hall is an Olympic runner, man, and again, like 130 pound little joker. And I mean, and uh, but he was, on this video he was talking about running form, and they were showing it. And they says one of the things that you need to do is this when you run is that you need to get your head up. And I was like, man, I was like, it just hit me. I'm just sitting there watching this, you know, and I'm getting in front of the mirror practicing, and I mean, you know, and I mean, it don't look like his. I don't know why it is. Maybe it's because he's an Olympic runner. I'm not. But it might not look like his. But listen to me. He says, so many people do this. They start running, and they start looking down at where they're at. And he says, what this does is this. He says, when you're running and you're looking down, he said, it stops the flow. I feel that. Listen to me. Some of you, have been running, and the enemy's hit you, and you're looking down, and you think, man, this is it, or God can't still use me, or God can't still do this, and you got your head down. You're just trying to make it to me. Listen to me. Look, look up. Lift your head up, man. Look unto Jesus. Look unto Jesus. You keep your eyes on him. You, you, you keep your eyes on him. Never take your eyes off. He said, look unto Jesus. Why? Because of this. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. It means this. Listen, if you keep going, there's another page. That's one of the greatest lies of the enemy is to get you to believe this, that the book's over. That because of what you read or what just happened in the last chapter, that's the end of it. Listen to me, man. There's another chapter. 
turn the page and keep going. God's got a plan for you. Listen to me. There, there are seasons, there are times when God is just beginning to speak in my heart and the spirit of God gets so heavy and so strong, the enemy will come in. He'll say stuff like even just me. He'll hit me personally and, and say things or hit us as a church and he'll say stuff like, man, he said, it's over with. That thing God put in you is not, you'll never see that and this and that. Listen to me. Oh man, the greatest chapters of this church have yet to be seen. The greatest chapters in your life have yet to be seen. If you'll do this, if you'll keep moving, if you'll keep reading, you'll keep turning the page. The author and the finisher has it laid out for you, and it's a plan, and it's good, and he wants to bless you. So listen to me. Keep going. Don't stop. I, I just, just somebody receive this right now. You're about to enter into the new chapter. You're about to go into the new chapter. Just receive that round right now. I want to close with Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 in the Message Bible. I want to close in Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 in the Message Bible. If you don't have a version, it'll be on the screen. I want you to hear what this says. Message Bible is a paraphrase, and it's, um, I don't know, I think it's just beautiful what he says here. It says this, do you see what this means? Do you see what this means? Listen to this. All these pioneers who blazed the way, all the veterans cheering us on, We talked about Jesus last week being our intercessor. We talked about him being at the right hand of God and, and, and speaking in our behalf. And man, and that just, that's enough. That right there is enough. The spiritually seated today, these saints, the veterans, the ones who have been through it, made it through, persevered. It says it means we'd better get on with it. Strip down. Lay aside the way. Start running. Never quit. <laughs> no extra spiritual fat. No parasitic sins. Keep your eyes on Jesus.